Welcome to the Bad Batch, a Star Wars TV show podcast brought to you by Cinema Sangha. My name is Devin Faraci. I'm one of the hosts of this program. Joining me as he traditionally does. My name is Derek Faraci, and I don't have a song because I didn't know we were going to do this right now. <laughs> oh boy, history in the making. Uh, yeah, we're doing an uh, emergency podcast because uh, we had told you guys we were going to go dark for the Christmas break. But uh, actually, uh, I went to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge this weekend, and I had such a good time. and It was such a big experience that it felt like it was worth maybe doing a quickie podcast and putting this out in uh, in our bye week. Um, so Derek was – it was Derek's idea, but then I did not actually inform Derek that I wanted to do it until we got together on the, on well, the call. I texted you earlier and said, maybe we should do this, and you said no. I said possibly. Or did you say Possibly. Yeah, you, you did not say yes. We'll do it tonight. <laughs> you texted me, um, and was it this morning or last night? Uh, it might have been last night. One of the. I mean, I don't know. I think it was know. last night, and I was so tired last night that the idea of doing any podcast was impossible to me. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know, maybe because <laughs> it, it was. I think you were still there when I texted you, because it was four o'clock my time. We yesterday. had maybe just left the park at that point. Because that would be about 1 o'clock your time. Oh, no, we were there. Yeah, you're right. We were there. Maybe I was uh... – oh, no, I was actually – that was like what I began to like die. You you had just sent me pictures of your food. <laughs> yes, that's actually when I began to die. Yeah, I can see um, that food. I didn't eat that. Uh, Brittany ate that. Um, it, looks, it looks very heavy. It was a big fried chicken with the mashed potatoes, but it was like tippy yip um, so yeah, I went to Galaxy's Edge. We got, uh, a family member got us tickets to Disneyland. And we, uh, I don't, I've, I don't like Disneyland. I'm not a Disneyland guy. I've been a few times now. I've never paid for it. And I never will. But I had really wanted to go to Galaxy's Edge because I'm a Star Wars dork, right? So yeah. we got these free tickets and we had to go with, with some family, but they were pretty chill. We got to kind of do whatever we wanted. And so my thing was like, first thing we're doing, Galaxy's Edge, Star Wars Land. Like that's like, that's the number one priority. And I said, you know, later on in the day, maybe the Marvel stuff. Because um, those are in two different parks. Um, Star Wars Land is in the main Disney park. And then across the way is Disney California Adventure. And that's where Marvel Land is. Okay. Have you been to Disneyland? No, I've never gone. Wow. No. I've been to Disney World. The one in Florida. Yeah, but I never went to Disneyland. When did you go to Disney World? Uh, once when we were kids, we went. Mm-hmm. And then once when I was in college, uh, me and a bunch of friends went down to Florida for spring break. And we went. We didn't do the spring break stuff of <laughs> like the normal, like, I guess you're supposed to do on spring break. Instead, we, we went to Universal Studios and rode the Back to the Future ride like 10 times in a row. And... Uh, <laughs> and then, I'm pretty sure we went to Disney World during. Maybe we didn't go to Disney World. Now that I think about it, I don't think we did go to Disney World because I was thinking like, oh, well, we went on ET, but that was at Universal. Yeah, so that was not Disney. I don't think since I was a kid have I been to Disney World. So yeah, I don't like Disneyland. I really, I mean, like I, I significantly don't like it. Um, I find the whole park tacky. Um, I find the price out of control. Um the people who were there at the park were really um, not my kind of people. 
but here's a couple of weird things. So the park right now is all done up in holiday stuff, right? So it's like holiday yeah. shit everywhere. And the main, we got there at 6.30 in the morning. Jesus. Yeah, so I we needed to do this right. Like I had to get in the park first thing. Because the thing is that there's a ride in Star Wars Land called Rise of the Resistance. And it's like the most popular ride in the park. So yep. like you want to get on that ride is can be hit or miss, especially because the ride breaks down a lot. Okay. <laughs> so we had to get there really early. So I woke up at 5.30, was at the gate at 6.30, um, waited an hour and a half to get into the park, right? Yeah. Got into the park, um, and we went to Star Wars Land, and uh, we were able to do Rise of Resistance pretty quickly. But okay. when I went – the thing, the crazy thing was that the whole park is done up in holiday stuff. People come there to take like holiday photos with their kids and shit like that. It was a yeah. Saturday in December. It was pretty crowded, but it wasn't crowded in Star Wars land. Hmm. Okay. Every place else was a zoo. Like it was horrible. You couldn't walk, but you go to Star Wars land. It's very chill. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't know why, because once upon a time it was like unbearable in there. Yeah. And, um, but this time it was like totally all right. Uh, I got to, you know, I mean, I got to just like kind of mosey around the whole place. Um, but as soon as I walked into Star Wars land, you walk through this tunnel and then you come into the, the world. You're supposed to be on the planet Batu at the Black Spire outpost. That's like the lore behind it. As soon as you walk in from one of the movies or no, it's all made up for just for it's this. All made up? Okay. Yeah. They just, just for this, just for this world, for okay. this, for Disney, you walk through. And as soon as you like come through the, um, as soon as you come through the tunnel and like turn a corner, you're just out of Disneyland. You're just on an alien planet. It was the craziest thing I've ever experienced. Because in the other parts of Disneyland, the other little worlds that they have, you'll always see like the Matterhorn over the horizon. Yeah, the, the idea of the other places, you can see the other spots. So you're like, yeah, I want to go there. I want to go there. You can't see anything here. That's pretty crazy. And the way that they the way that they build the um, surroundings is that they built it so it looks like when you look up that there are like distant peaks. But they're not. They're right there. Yeah. But they're painted and built to look distant. And when you're there, it feels like you're looking at distant peaks. That's pretty cool. While you're there, because Black Spire Outpost is a um, – it's like a docking port. People come and go. While you're there, the sounds of ships flying overhead happen all the time. That's pretty cool. So all of a sudden – and they come, they come like – uh, uh, geographically dynamic. So you can hear the ship flying overhead and you can tell what way it's going. Wow. That's wild. It's really crazy. Um, everywhere you turn, it just is the world. And um, even the stuff that they have to put in English, um, it's like in an English that looks like Orbesh. Okay. So it never quite visually breaks the spell. Okay. Like you can read it, but it's yeah. like a really weird version of English. I, I saw you had sent me a picture of uh, what are those things called? The Jedi triangles. What are they called? Uh, the holocrons. The holocrons. And there's like a little plaque on the on the thing. And I was like, what does that say? And I was like, oh, it's in the Star Wars language. And I was like, oh, no, it's not. It clearly says it's a choking hazard, but it looks like the Star Wars yeah. language. It's incredible. Yeah. I mean, the level crazy. of detail is unbelievable. And so you um, you walk in and and – it's just this incredible little world and they, and they slowly reveal it to you as you walk in. So the first thing that you see is not the millennium Falcon. 
you know, you walk in and you see, um, it's Kylo Ren ship that you see. Um, and I saw a TIE fighter, but when you turn the corner and there is the full size millennium Falcon, it's That's unreal. Crazy. That's gotta be insane. Well, also because the millennium Falcon, sometimes steam comes out of it. Oh, really? Like it's just like, 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 like landing jets. That's great. Yeah. Um, the, the, I, I just, I feel like even like me not being like a huge star Wars guy, despite doing endless years of a star Wars podcast now, but like the idea of like growing up with the millennium Falcon as like a piece of pop culture history, the idea of turning, turning a corner and it's just there life size would be mind blowing would be like, how is that possible? It's incredible. Yeah. It's absolutely incredible. And, um, so all the stores that they have, they all sell, not all, not fully, but, but like 99% of the merch is in universe stuff. Yeah. Um, there's like a couple of things that are like not in universe. And there are a couple of things that are like, you know, um, clearly like, you know, like, uh, uh, they sell in the, in the, in the, in the first order outpost, they sell, um, handcuffs. Huh? binders yeah it's really weird um and it comes like on like a tag like on a piece of cardboard that says star wars binders you know but like otherwise a lot of it just looks like especially in the um there's a uh there's a market in the middle of the land uh it's like a covered market it's like it 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 looks like when i was in israel that's what the the markets look like like they were open air but they were covered and each stall just has different stuff and again most of it is just in universe when you buy a coke it comes in a special bottle that has Coca-Cola and Arbesh on it. That's pretty cool. I bought a Dasani water and it had Dasani and Arbesh on it. You That's turned it around cool. and they had to put like the, uh, you know, sure, the yeah. nutritional info in English. Yeah. But like, it's like kind of incredible. That's pretty cool. Um, did you keep it? So you can, no, I did not keep it. I, I got rid of it because I don't like Dasani. I do have a Coke bottle though. Okay. I got it, but I didn't get it this time. Uh, well, my girlfriend went a couple of years ago before the pandemic. I said, the one thing I want you to bring back for me is a Coke bottle. Yeah, because they look like um little thermal detonators. That's pretty cool. They're really weird looking. They're very unique. You you can't bring them on planes. Um, TSA has banned them from planes. That's pretty weird. That's pretty wild. Um, all of the food is Star Wars food, and yeah. uh, they have like special Star Wars drinks. So including cocoa puffs, including cocoa puffs, as seen on Andor. Except no, from what I can see, no little green dot. No, they were just cocoa puffs. They were cocoa puffs. They put gotta on fix top that. Of- they gotta add the green dot. It was cold brew with a cream cheese foam with the Cocoa Puffs on top. Mm, diabetes. I mean, it was pretty good. Yeah, I'm sure it tasted great. It sounds like instant death. Um, the food that I ate while I was there, I ate um, a Ronto wrap. Okay, Ronto wraps are that. very popular there. Rontos are, of course, um, big monsters in Star Wars. Yeah. And when you go to buy the Ronto wrap, it's in an area where they're selling the Ronto wrap, but also right in the middle of it is a giant thruster. And the thruster is barbecuing the Rontos right That's in front of your awesome. eyes. That's and there, very cool. And there is a, uh, a droid that is spinning the Rontos on their spits. That's pretty great. It's pretty incredible. That's pretty great. When you go to get your napkins, it's in front of a little area that is, is like there's like a little um, uh, uh, alcove behind it, and it's the butcher shop. So there's just all kinds of Star Wars little animals hanging from the ceiling and on the table being butchered and stuff like that. That's great. 
You can't go in there, but you can look at it. Yeah. The Ronto wrap, I got the garden Ronto wrap, so I don't eat meat. The real Ronto wrap has uh, pork in it. Uh, okay. It was quite good. It was quite good. I also got two drinks there. I got, they have two specialty drinks, the Tatooine Sunset and uh, Meluron juice. Yes. So I got both of those. The Tatooine Sunset is an iced tea with melon juice and a couple other things in it. It was pretty good. It was a little sweet. Okay. The Meluron juice was undrinkable. Really? Wow. Yeah. It, Brittany said it tasted like sweet shampoo. That's <laughs> yeah, sort of correct. It was like unreal. I don't even know what's in the Meluron juice. It was so fucking disgusting. And I was like excited because that's Hera's favorite yeah. uh, uh, fruit in, in yeah. Rebels. Like they did like whole episodes uh, about this. They went on missions to get them. They went on missions to get Melurons. And uh, they, uh, it was fucking horrible. It was, I mean, just the worst. Well, I mean, you know, different tastes. She's a, a Twi'lek. They have different it was, taste uh, Here's what they make it with. They make it with pineapple, lemonade with blue, blueberry lemonade, white cranberry juice, lemon juice, and desert pear. Well, that all sounds gross. It's so gross. It's That's so too many things. It's so gross. That's too many things. Um, it's like very tart, and it has like a really significant aftertaste. Okay. I mean, truly hated it. I mean, like I could not finish it. Yeah. Um, I, I would not recommend it if you go there. Uh, but the Tatooine Sunset was pretty good. Tatooine Sunset has um, uh, unsweetened tea, lemonade, mel- melon juice, and blueberry. Okay. It's not, it's, not, it's not that bad. When you're walking around, the stormtroopers come around, and they'll interact with you. They'll interact especially with kids. Yeah. They clearly have pre-recorded lines that they're saying. I can't figure out how they're saying them. What do you mean? Well, they're correct. Okay. They're saying things that are correct for the situation. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, they're not, like, just, like, randomly saying stuff. Like, they're talking to somebody, and it is, it is the correct thing for them to say. Okay. It's not, like, it's not, like, super personalized. Yeah, it's not like they're, like, hey, Devin, how you doing? It's... But it's like they will they walk up and they see kids with lightsabers and they go, notice you're carrying lightsabers. I certainly hope that's for fun and not for practice. And obviously that and it's, but it's, a, it's a it's a recorded line. Like it's yeah. like so obvious that it is. Yeah. Um, but I don't know how they choose the lightsaber line. Do you know what I mean? Like when they're in the suit, like how do they yeah, make sure they're not they like hitting a button or something? Right. right. Like I don't bad. know how it works. I don't know. It feels a little magical. Are they like? Do maybe they have like a camera in their suits and somebody? Well, a lot of the characters in Disneyland. Well, what they have is the characters in Disneyland. A lot of them they have handlers that come with them. Yeah, and I wonder if there wasn't a handler standing five feet away with a little iPhone that they just press the buttons. That that actually makes the most sense. Yeah, that's possible. The stormtroopers wander around. We saw Ray, and when Ray saw the stormtroopers, she went and hid. Oh, very fun. Which was fun. We didn't yeah. see a ton of the characters. One of the complaints I've heard from other people is that you don't see a ton of characters when you're in Star Wars land. And I, that's my experience. We spent a long time there and we did not see a lot of characters. And when we did see them, it was like kind of like super random. And I ran into Chewbacca and got a really great selfie with Chewbacca. Yeah, I saw that. Very nice. I mean, truly a terrific selfie. Yes. And we also saw Boba Fett and it was um, old Boba Fett, the current look for Boba Fett. <laughs> and he was like, you should go here. And you're like, no, we're going to go there. And he's like, okay, we'll go there. Uh, he was very thin, which was uh, obviously Boba <laughs> Fett has gotten himself into pretty good shape by the time of the oh, sequel trilogy, because this world is set in the sequel trilogy. 
It'd be way better if he was just in the bakta tank and you just walk by and there's just an old man <laughs> laying in there. That's all he does. So um, we rode the Rise of the Resistance. It might be the best theme park ride I've ever been on in my whole life. Oh, yeah? Like significantly. So here's the premise. You get on the ride. By the way, we got like we got the Genie Plus tickets. It's the most expensive ticket you can get, right? And you're supposed to be able Bloody to use a lightning lane, which means that every 90 minutes you can get to the front of the line on a, on a ride that you choose, right? Yeah. That's true for every ride except for Rise of the Resistance. You have to pay 25 extra dollars on top of that <laughs> to get to the front of that line. Okay. Well, there you go. Paid it. Um, especially but because it wasn't we, busy, right? Well, it, well, yeah, but you still want to guarantee you're getting on it. You know, I don't sure. want to wait in the line. I can't, I can't wait in these fucking lines. Yeah. I, can't, I can't do it. That's part of the deal. Is like, we, we know, um, we also because because of Brittany uh, undergoing chemo, she's disabled, and so that meant that we could get a disabled pass as well, which also gave us a lot, a lot of quicker access to some of these rides. And you would like wait like. 15 minutes to ride a ride and then the ride's four and a half minutes long and you would feel like it was yeah. a waste of time. I can't imagine waiting 90 minutes. Sure. And that's that was the wait time on some of these. Sure. So anyway, we get on. Rise of the Resistance. I, Disney's really good about the lines. They, they understand you spend a lot of time in line. So they make the line experience fun. Like yeah. when you're waiting in line for the Indiana Jones ride, you like are basically touring through an ancient temple. Like it's like pretty cool. It's it's a yeah. little too long, but like it, it is it is neat. Well, I, I remember that with the Back to the Future ride. I mean, it's not Disney Universal, but I'm sure it's a very similar thing where you're walking through the Time Institute and they have videos of Doc Brown explaining stuff to you. And then you see like they set up what the ride is going to be. Like yeah, all that kind of stuff. And yeah. but also there's stuff to look at. So you're not just like standing in, in a line. The the first major thing that you do on Rise of the Resistance is you get you go through a line and then you come out into the open air. This part's important. You come out into the open air, and like it's like an open air area that you come out into, and there's a giant spaceship parked there. And across from it is Poe Dameron's X-Wing with BB eight. BB eight's moving around and beeping. Oh, um, and it's life size. These are all life size. Yeah, you get on. You're you're met there by resistance people. By the way, everybody in Star Wars land is dressed like Star Wars characters. Okay, the costuming is incredible. I mean, yeah. just unbelievable, and it really does make a big difference. Even when somebody is like, "Here's your diet coke," uh, because they're saying sure. that to you in like a Star Wars jacket, it just feels yeah. like you're. I don't expect Star Wars people to give me good service. That's fine. Yeah, but it's fully immersive, which is very cool. Fundamentally immersive. So you get on this ship, right? It's a transport. And the premise is that we're being transported off of Batu. I forget what the whole – there's like a whole storyline. Like while you're getting in, like they give you a whole storyline. Sure. When you get on, it's Nia Num is the pilot and uh, there's a um, – uh, whatchamacallit? Oh, what do you call it? Admiral Akbar species? Uh, oh, it's like a joke name. I can't even remember now. It's like um, a thing, isn't it? Or? Uh, anyway, it's one of those guys and um, they're they're piloting. And you can see them like there's a glass and they are on the other side of the glass. They're animatronic guys. And then like Poe Dameron gets on like the video and Oscar Isaac is not giving it his all, by the way. Oscar <laughs> Isaac is collecting $10,000 and going home. <laughs> but the ship takes off, right? So you feel is the this ship. Is this holiday special? It's a little bit. The ship yeah. takes off. And then what happens is that um, when you get into orbit, all of a sudden a bunch of TIE fighters come out and there's a battle. And you can see it out the front window. You can see the battle. 
and you watch the X-Wing pilots who are on video, like they're on video, like you're looking at like little video screens and each time they get killed, like their video screen goes out. It's very dark. And um, then there's a Star Destroyer and the Star Destroyer locks onto you and it tractor beams your transport into into it and you go the whole thing like there's like a there's like a um there's like a sunroof on this transport and when you go through the shield into the hangar bay like there's a blue light in the sun in the sunroof that's cool it's unbelievable but here's the most magical part so you land you land in the hangar bay and then the door opens it's the exact same door that you came in right the exact same door yeah except it's no longer outside it is now the hangar bay of a fucking star destroyer and there's 30 stormtroopers standing there. That's pretty crazy. And it's the same door. It isn't like they open the opposite door. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like it's the same door. They spun the whole thing around like while they're doing their bit, right? They're, the whole sure. thing spun around and you could feel it moving, but because you're supposed to be you're taking off, ship, it right? feels so, right. Yeah. yeah. I, but I can't explain to you how incredible that was to That's like, amazing. to, to do that. And, um, that was like one of the m- more special moments for me, like in the whole day, because it just really did feel like a really incredible magic trick had been pulled on me. Yeah. So you get pulled in. Now you're captured by the, um, n- now the, the ride has not begun yet, by the way. Really? You're still in wow. line for the ride. This is still technically the ride, line for the ride. Jeez, wow. <laughs> That's yes. pretty wild. So then you get pulled out of the ship and you get marched down a bunch of corridors in a Star Destroyer. And then you get taken to a hallway where you're going to be put into a prison cell and they make you line up outside the prison cell and they put you into the prison cell, right? You stand in there and then all of a sudden overhead above you, a light comes on and you see a walkway and Admiral Hux is there. Oh. And he goes, we know that you're rebels, yada, 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 whatever it is. And then Kylo Ren walks out and it's just them. They're holograms, but they are incredible looking. Yeah. And then they have like a thing. They leave, and um, Hux is like, um, we're going to kill you. Just stay right there. And yeah. then all of a sudden, you hear, like, like talking from, like, like muffled talking, and then you hear banging. And then all of a sudden, the wall ne- right next to me starts glowing uh, bright orange as somebody cuts through the wall, and a hidden door opens up. It looks like they cut a hole in the wall, basically. Yeah. And there's a rebel on the other side, and he is like, uh, you know, come with me, go here. And uh, it was really amazing. And then we get into these um, these little transports, and then the, the then the ride begins. Like the ride really begins now. Like because you now That's you're in a moving transport, and the transport moves all through this star destroyer. Um, you're like going from room to room. It's driving itself. There's like things that are happening. Wait, all so around you're going you. room to room? This isn't like one of those ones where you sit there and it's all a video screen now. Oh, <laughs> you're moving all over the place. Okay, that I didn't know that. That's why. No, you're going from room to room. It's crazy. Okay. I thought at it was like point, the Simpsons. No, you're going, right? you're going through doors. Right? No, no, it's not like that at all. You're going through okay. doors and shit. I mean, like, it's really real. It's like a real roller co- or like par- theme park ride. Like, it's not a roller coaster because you're not going up no, and down. Yeah. But, but like, like, like a haunted house almost, like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's more like Haunted Mansion where you're kind of like go- going along. Yeah. The thing is, the tracks are invisible because I think there are magnetic tracks underneath the, the floor. Okay. But like, as you go through, you come to the, um, the bridge of the Star Destroyer, and there's Hux and Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren's an animatronic, and he's unfucking believable looking. Yeah. And then he he comes after you. Um, you escape. You go through a a fucking hangar bay full of adats. They're life size adats. What? And you're just underneath them. It's incredible. 
ground. And then Finn shows up, an animatronic Finn shows up, and like they're like stormtroopers shooting at you. The stormtroopers, when they shoot at you, there's a special effect that makes it look like there's a blaster bolt in the air. Like you really see it. And then sometimes when they shoot at you, the blaster bolts will hit behind you and make a scorch mark in the wall where there what? was no scorch mark before. That's yeah. crazy. It's really, I mean, it's all light stuff. It's just, you know, it's all trickery, sure, right? Sure, but, but still, it's, it's all awesome. incredible. Yeah. Um, you get onto an elevator. Kylo Ren jumps on top of the elevator. He then puts his lightsaber through the ceiling of the elevator to cut you out, and the lightsaber comes into the elevator that you're in. Wow. Like, you see it. It comes out. Uh, then there's, like, a whole bit where Kylo Ren is, like, moving your thing around with the Force. He's, like, grabbing you and shaking you around and stuff like that. Um, and then you're going through more hallways, and you're seeing a space battle happening outside. I mean, like, it's a truly realistic space battle happening outside. And then star stuff starts blowing up on the Star Destroyer that you're on. And you then go through corridors where there's like exploded like walls and stuff like that. And then you have to like escape from the Star Destroyer itself because it is blowing up. Um, and I mean, it was just the most fucking remarkable thing I've ever been on. That's pretty crazy. It was incredible. I mean, it was it was 100% worth every moment. There's one thing I would suggest they add. What's that? I would have the animatronic Finn show up every now and again and just be like, guys, there's something I have to tell you. And then just never tell you. <laughs> Um, but like, it really was just an incredible experience. I'm, I'm like skipping over stuff. There's like a ton of stuff that happens in the ride. Sure. Um, but it's just a, a really, truly phenomenal experience. And it's it it, really cool. It sounds it, very cool. Yeah. It mixes together animatronics, light stuff, projection. It mixes together like magic tricks and trickery. Like it really does all these things, yeah. um, to really good effect. It isn't like star tours again, star tours. You're just sitting in a, a room and the room is yeah. moving. You're yeah. actually moving around in a space. That's what I thought this was. I thought it was like that. Like, I mean, that's what the Back to the Future ride when that existed was. Was you sit in a in a DeLorean and it's a screen in front of you that moves around, right? And like the the car shakes and whatnot, but you're not going anywhere. Yeah, no, you're moving here. Yeah. Wow, that is crazy. Yeah, it was really, really great. Um, so we did that. I was truly blown away by that. And then, you know, the land itself is again just incredible. It's just a great place to hang out. I just really enjoyed being there. Yeah. Um, we went on Smuggler's Run, which is a Millennium Falcon ride where you okay. are on the Falcon. And that ride, when you go on the line for that ride, there's a, a perfect an, uh, animatronic Hondo. That's very cool. And he has Chopper with him. And Hondo is hiring you to do a run for him. Okay. And you're going – at least I think it might be different planets. I'm not sure if it's different planets or the same planet every time. But at least in mine, we were going to Corellia to pick up some coaxium. Okay. We were picking it up though by robbing a train. So, um, and then the Falcon lands, and Chewbacca owes Hondo a, a favor, so you're getting going to get in the in the Millennium Falcon and take off. When you that that's just it's still this is still the line, by the way, with these incredible animatronics and Hondo talking to you and and Chopper doing stuff, right? It, it's just just at the line. Then you go, the line continues, and you go wait in the fucking main room of the Millennium Falcon with the chessboard and everything. Wow. So I sat at the chessboard. That's like you can sit there. That's pretty cool. It was incredible. And how many people are in there at a time? Well, here's the here's the secret. There's like six cockpits that that you're going to get into. So you're a bunch of you in the room, but then you're taken individually into individual cockpits that seem as if it's the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon. Okay. Okay. Now, this is that kind of ride where you're sitting in front of a screen and it's moving around. Sure. But the way that it works is that there's six people in your cockpit. The front two are pilots, the middle two are gunners, and the back two are engineers. And so there's going to be I a actually, big video. What was I that? actually just saw this on the show Home Economics where they went on the ride. Yeah, well, so you, so you saw that was clearly made to just be an advertisement for Star Wars Land. 
incredible. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the whole episode, um, they just spend it there, and they're like, look, this is amazing. Isn't this amazing? But that's the only ride they show. They didn't show the other one. Um, that probably wasn't open yet. Rise of Resistance opened late. Um, I mean, they, I, this is from this season. Oh, okay. The show, so I don't know. Mm, interesting. Don't know. Um, maybe they didn't want to let – they didn't, maybe they didn't want to close that ride down for the time it would take to film because it's just yeah. too too popular. Yeah. Um, and then you go to the thing. It's fun. Like you're like – I was the, we were the gunners. So you're just all you're doing is smashing a button. It's not even like a, a joystick. You're just smashing a button. Um, the pilots are like moving, and then the engineers' lights light up, and you have to hit the lights to like solve problems on the ship. It's fun. It, well, yeah. I didn't think it was as good as Rise of the Resistance. Um, uh, Brittany's family that went on it were like blown away by it, but I thought it was I thought it was all right. Um, it was like cool, you know. But it yep. was it was okay. I think I'd like it better if I was a pilot. Sure. Because being a gunner, you, I'm really just smashing a button. Like a, like a, like, like a chimp trying to get a, a morphine, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it just didn't have that position. Especially that's not in, in, in Star Wars, that's not how the Millennium Falcon gunner works. It's the oh, whole little section. Me. Believe me, I know. <laughs> believe <sighs> me, this is one of the problems that I have. That would be very upsetting to me. Yeah. Um, another thing I did while I was there is I went to Savi's lightsaber workshop to build my own lightsaber. That's pretty cool. So I wasn't sure if I wanted to do this because here's the deal. We got these tickets for free. But Savi's lightsaber workshop is not cheap. No, but you it's, get a, a lightsaber at the end. Yeah, but it's still, not like a cheap looking one, right? Like it's a good looking. Well, one. this is, I'm going to tell you a story about this. So it's 250 bucks to do Savi's. I don't have 250 bucks to just spend on something like this. Sure. So I contacted a couple of friends who had been before, and I said, "Is this worth it? Like, is this actually worth the money? Like, or is this just not that great?" And my friend who has been a bunch and uh, says, oh, it's incredible. It's a thousand times worth it. Like, it's just a great experience. My friend George Lucas, who gets paid for every lightsaber made. So I turns out that the state of California this year sent out a middle-class tax rebate. So okay. I got a little debit card with $350 on it. Oh, perfect. <laughs> so the state of California paid for me to go to Savi's Lightsaber Workshop this year. Merry Christmas. Get yourself a lightsaber. <laughs> but so it, we, here's the thing. You literally use it for exactly what they wanted you to use it for. Just spend it, yeah. Yeah, just spend it on some bullshit that's going right. to help the economy keep moving. I mean, I'm sure they would have rather maybe a smaller company than Disney, but, you know, <laughs> like at least you spent it the way they, they – I mean, Disney's wanted. a major employer, so I, I think it's fine. So I go to Savi's, and you wait and get into this room. They, help, they do a whole thing where it's like, oh, we have to hide from the first order because, you know, we're not supposed to be doing lightsaber stuff anymore. Um you go into this room, they, they give you a chart before you go in. They, there's four different kinds of lightsabers you can build. You can build um, Peace and Justice, which looks like an o, OT lightsaber. Which is a, a Ringo Star lightsaber. The Ringo Star lightsaber. You can build a um, protection and defense one. That's a, that's a Paul McCartney lightsaber. That looks more like an, uh, a High Republic lightsaber. It's like silver and gold. Okay. You can buy uh, a power and force lightsaber, which is yeah, a no Sith lightsaber. Okay. Yeah. Or you can buy. You, actually, your thing's working out pretty well because you can also build an elemental nature lightsaber. There you go, George Harrison. There you go. You really did pretty good on that. You didn't even know what the things were. And you I really had no know idea when I started. I didn't plan on continuing past Ringo Starr, but I was like, I'm going to go with this. Um, and go with the joke. I really wanted the elemental nature one because the elemental nature it's like wood. And like um, horn, animal horn, and stuff like that. Like it's like those are the those are the pieces that you use to build a lightsaber. They're really okay. it's really cool. The problem is they look like plastic, and it looks like a little kid's toy. 
So they let, they let you, I'm gladly, thankfully, they let me see the pieces. Like they have a little a cart outside the event where you can open okay. it up and look at the pieces. Yeah. And as soon as I opened that one, I was like, oh, this looks like shit. Like it's like so cool. Like the end cap you could build would have like a fucking horn on it. That's pretty an cool. animal horn. But yeah. the animal horn, again, looks like a cheap plastic toy. Yeah. And I'm paying 250 bucks for this. I don't want a cheap plastic toy. No. So I go with the um, Peace and Justice, sort of the OT looking lightsaber. And then we go in, everybody gets a station, um, and they get this whole rigmarole where they are not Jedi, but they are part of a group that um, scours the galaxy looking for lightsaber parts and kyber crystals to keep the past alive, yada, yada, yada. And then they walk you through building your lightsaber. And there's like um, there's like five sections to the lightsaber, and each section has two options that you can choose how to customize it. Um and so I built my lightsaber. I chose a blue crystal. Okay. You can choose um, – in the room, you can choose blue, green, red, and violet. Okay. If you go next door to Doc Ondar's shop, you can buy different colors and put them oh, in there yourself. Oh, you yeah. um, So you can pin another 20 bucks on top of the 250 you spent. Sure. So I built it, and then as we're building it, we're supposed to put our lightsaber into this little thing. And then quite clearly, the little thing has the fucking – fluorescent metal tube the glass tube that's going to be the top of the lightsaber sure but when you put it in all of a sudden the lights go out and yoda starts talking oh and i'm gonna tell you dear dear listeners i got a little emotional yeah yeah like the ghost of yoda telling me that i was powerful with the force and that i had chosen wisely with my kyber crystal uh i'm not gonna lie to you like it was i i'm an i'm a dork and that that got me for some weird reason Oh, um, the girl cool. next to me, the little girl next to me making her lightsaber, she chose elemental nature and her lightsaber looked like shit. <laughs> Take that little girl. <laughs> Take little girl. It looks like shit. Well, you know, Wait, you don't waste so, your parents money, little girl. Well, it looks so, it looks so bad that she looked at mine and she goes, his looks great. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, yeah, cause I'm a smart adult. You idiot. Yeah, I made the right choice. You dummy. You dumb nine year old. Uh, who's we buying go, you a weapon like this? Jesus, Jesus Christ. Um, and then you take it out, and then there's a lightsaber. And when you turn it on, the way that it's constructed, the light goes up the blade. And when you turn it off, the light goes down the blade. That's cool. And it makes the lightsaber noises. Um, it's it's not super responsive when you swing it. Like the, It makes the noises when you swing it, but you got to really kind of go to town with it. And it's okay. quite fucking heavy. Yeah. It's like very hefty. Okay. Um, so when it was all said and done, it was fun. The girl who was in charge of the thing, and I don't say that as a – put down i say that because i think she was 19 um and she was like playing the character who was leading our thing she was fine but she had like real theme park voice i don't know if you ever you know what i'm talking about i mean i've uh, seen videos of where she's like yeah. and we have gone all, all over the galaxy and i was like yeah. how, where where are these intonations coming from <laughs> like it's like beyond shatner um and it just didn't work i didn't love the way that she she was good she wasn't bad i just didn't yeah. i just yeah. So once all said and done, they also give you like a carrying case um, that you have to sling over your shoulder because this thing's fucking five and a half feet long. Sure. Yeah. And once all said and done, it was pretty co- cool and fun. But if I had to do it all over again, I wouldn't do it. No. No, I would just buy the um, in Doc Ondar's, which is connected to this, which has like other force stuff. You can just buy replica lightsabers. Sure. And for I just cheaper? would have bought for a hundred dollars cheaper. Okay, yeah. And I just would have bought the fucking um, uh, Sokotano. Sure. 
I mean, that's, I just would have done that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, um, it's not even a consideration. Like, but if I, if, if I could go back and do it again, that's what I would do. But so if you're going to go to star Wars land and you're considering doing Savi's lightsaber building, I, I don't think it's hundred percent worth it. Okay. And when you go into doc Ondar's, you can, they will put the fucking blade on your thing. So it's the same shit. And you get a, an, an identifiable lightsaber. Yeah. And they got they got like Calcestis' cool lightsaber, your very own lightsaber. Being like, this is my lightsaber. I well, that's the it. thing. Like, this is the one that I built. Like, that's yeah. that. No, I agree. So, so I they're think obviously they're doing the same thing as like they do that at Harry Potter world, right? Where it's like, oh, you get to build your own uh, uh, wand, sort of. But the wand's like it's just dollars. But they all they don't they don't really build it. You're not really putting a fucking phoenix feather inside a wand. No, but it, I mean, it's the same concept where it's like, oh, you choose your wand and blah, blah, Yeah, but blah, it's, blah. this, I actually built it. So nobody, yeah. I mean, I guess technically plenty of people could have the same lightsaber as me, but like there's enough variations that there's a few hundred different ways that this could be done. Sure. So it's not going to be like a lot of people that had the same one as me. Yeah. Um, so no, that's, that's definitely cool. The one thing I would say is I wish it would make it much more worth it if instead of Yoda's voice, a hologram of Yoda had appeared. Yeah, yeah. And we saw a bunch of holograms in this. Sure park so like they could have done it and i think that yeah, would have maybe taken it over the top for especially me especially if he's it. like the blue ghost yoda that's exactly thing, it right? if the yeah. ghost yoda had appeared in the middle of the room and had said that shit i think that would have sold me a little bit more on the value of sure it. um so we did that I, I i i bought some junk um i i i spent i spent 35 dollars on um ahsoka tano disney years yeah i don't like those I did not say I liked it. It was just too weird not to buy. <laughs> it's that she's got the Mickey Mouse ears coming out of the back. I don't like that. Well, I think it's because it's, it, I mean, it, the Mickey Mouse ears are just huge there. Everybody has them. And sure. they sell I mean, a gazillion different kinds. Thing. Yeah, that's. So I think that for the people who are park people, that's like a really cool thing. Yes. And I just, yes. it's super fucking weird, man. It's just like really weird. Like, and so I took some pictures. You can see those pictures uh, on my Twitter and Instagram of me wearing the headband um, and wielding my lightsaber. We went to the Droid Depot. Didn't do anything there. You can spend a lot of money there and build your own personalized droid. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That that didn't interest me as much. They're, they're little droids. And it's like 200 oh, like, bucks for like a uh, little droid. One little Leia's got an Obi-Wan like that size. A little bit bigger than that, but yeah, more or less. Okay. And again, it's the same thing as as the lightsaber. Like you're, there's like a there's like a um, uh, what do you conveyor belt that's sure. covered in droid parts, and then you just yeah. pick the droid parts off the conveyor belt. Okay. Um, and it's cool, but like it just doesn't have the same zing to me. Sure. Yeah. But I really enjoyed all the little stalls. They have like little stuffed characters and little wooden characters, and again, it all looks like something that you might buy if you lived in Star Wars. Yeah. Um, when we were walking around, there's parts where there's like more, a little bit more trees and stuff like that. And in those areas, there's alien insects and birds making noises. That's interesting. It was incredible. I mean, no Ewoks. I, no Ewoks. There's no Ewoks on uh, Batu. Um, there's a whole mythology about Batu. They've all. written they've written books and shit about it. Oh yeah. Well, there you go. Um, everybody, um, all the people that work there, they all talk to you like they're from Star Wars. Um, they'll say stuff like safe travels, uh, and they'll say, uh, uh they say until the spires or refresher. They don't, you know, I should have found that out. Yeah. I'll tell you something. So one of the things about being in an immersive star Wars environment is that everything looks like shit, right? So <laughs> it looks, everything looks like garbage because that's star Wars. Everything's all yeah. run down looking. So when you go to the bathroom and then you go to use the, the faucet to wash your hands, it looks like 
drainage pipes. That's great. That you put your hand under and then warm water comes out of it. That's great. It was pretty cool. Um, That's fantastic. But uh, yeah, I I was really blown away by it. I, it was one of the better experiences I've had this year. And just being there was incredible. I, it's funny because uh, Brittany was telling me that she has friends who have Disney passes and they'll go all the time because they have an annual pass and they can just go sure. whenever they want. Yeah. And she says sometimes they'll, she has friends that will go and just like sit and people watch all day at Disney. I'm like, I don't get that. That seems crazy to me. Yeah. But I would maybe go sit and spend a day just sitting around in, in Star Wars land. I mean, I can I can understand that. Like it, it sounds like a, a fun enough day kind of thing as long as you're not paying you know if, if you're going and you're gonna get a lightsaber every time then you're crazy but like no yeah i mean if you have a, a, a season pass and you can go whenever you want and you're like we got nothing else to do today let's go hang out in star wars world that's something, yeah. like i could see myself if i live closer and if i was that kind of person i could see myself putting together a star wars outfit and just hanging around in star wars land all right that's the end of this podcast <laughs> forever forever oh, that is i didn't not a fan. Well, no, I mean, people cosplay. It's fine. It's fun. I also they went to the Marvel it. Land. And we're going to talk. When you listen to this, we'll have already talked about Marvel Land on the Marvel Vision podcast. But behind the scenes news, we have not talked about it yet. So this not is yet. exciting. It's exciting. Yeah, I, I, uh, spoiler, I had a very different experience in Marvel Land. Um, do you have any questions or anything? Any last things to, I didn't cover that do you're they, interested in? Do they try and point it into a specific time frame of like the history or is yeah, it, just it is the sequel. It's the sequel trilogy time, but, but like, like it's the sequel trilogy time, but like Hondo's hanging out with, with the Chewbacca. So like, when does it fit into the sequel trilogy time? Like, well, so I mean? there's old Chewbacca's old Chewbacca. There's Ray running around. People talk about Ray and how she's brought hope back to the galaxy. Yeah. So I'm going to guess the Mandalorian there too. Yeah, well, they, I think they've begun to... Re- so one of the things is that when they first opened it, they were really specific because they tried to create a truly immersive you are in Star Wars at this time. Yeah. And over time, they began to realize that people want to see Darth Vader. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they want that. Yeah. And yeah. so they've they've loosened it up a little bit. So you can see other characters maybe more and more w- walking around. Okay. Um, like, I don't think that Boba Fett's alive in the sequel trilogy, period. Uh, well, I guess we don't really know for sure. But I, I'm just guessing he's not because it's 30 years later. Yeah. I just my guess. Yeah. It's 107 already, right? So uh so I think this is a little bit looser. I had a friend who had the most amazing idea, and his idea was that every season they should reskin the park. And the okay. park itself is sort of timeless. Like there's not like a lot in the park that really tells you what time period it is. Yeah. This is all Star Wars, right? It could be like mostly any time period. It's mostly sure. the characters who walk around and some of the little dialogues that it might happen there's like also a story in this that um i could not use because it would not let me go to the website but there's like interactive things that you can interact with and you can become like a rebel spy and like do stuff okay um but like again you have to scan it with your phone and it opens a page and the page would not open for me so i just could not do it okay but his idea was every season reskin it as a different time period and that way you get people who want to come back like who would be like, oh, you know what? I've been already before, but oh, this time it's the it's the Clone Wars for the next four months. Yeah, and there's going to be like all Clone Wars stuff happening there. Yeah. Oh, now it's the original trilogy. Oh, and it's going to be all the OT characters walking around. Like I and again, the skinning would need to be a very minimal difference. Yeah. Um. Even the fucking and everybody would just be like the animatronics or holograms, right? So like, well, they have real people. Ray's a real person. No, no, but but I'm saying like 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 Luke, you can have 
we've seen they do young Luke Skywalker in the shows. You do the same kind of thing, right? Like, but he's up far, far enough away and you can't really like, you know, or however they do it with. Maybe hugs. the thing is that in, in Marvel land, they just have guys walking around in Halloween costumes. So maybe they yes. might do that kind of thing here. They just have but Luke they, Skywalker walking around. You know what I mean? It's a little like, harder a with Luke Skywalker, isn't it? You would think it's a little bit harder with Shang-Chi, but it's not, I guess. I guess not. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Shang-Chi does not have a mask. Most of those guys don't have fucking masks half the time. Um, yeah, but uh, any, any, any other things I didn't cover that you're interested in? Uh, no, I think that's it. Yeah. You I didn't, you didn't check what they call the bathroom. That's too bad. I didn't ask what they called the bathroom. Um, uh, although actually no, they're called restrooms. That's the, the sign says restroom out front. So okay, it's neither, no. neither toilet nor refresher. It's just restroom. Continuity is getting all messed up. <laughs> How dare they? How dare they? How big is the whole place? Like how long does it take to walk through it? It's really fucking big. I, yeah. I don't know how big it is. I mean, I could look up the acreage or whatever, sure, but it's I really big. Um, it's not big enough. Okay. Because I would still like to see more. You know what I mean? Sure. Uh, like I, it's 14 acres. It's the largest, like it's the largest land in Disney park history. Wow. Um, so it, you know, if I, if I go back, if I were to go back again, I would try to get more interactive and I would try to figure out how to use the interactive stuff. Sure. Like you can meet like rebels who send you on missions and stuff like that. That's pretty cool. Like that's the kind of thing then, especially if you're, if you have a season pass that seems to make it more worth like just going Turning, for a day. Yeah. Cause you, you don't want to be doing missions and also trying to get on the rides and like doing all the, that stuff. But if you just have a day where like, I'm just going to go do the missions, that could be fun. I'm going to tell you something. Um, uh, I would still not pay the money for the hotel, the star cruiser. Sure. But having seen what they did here, I am way more interested in the star cruiser. Sure. Yeah. Like, like seeing how cool this is, and how cool it is to spend time in Star Wars, to spend like two full days and a night in Star Wars seems pretty cool. I don't want to spend $6,000 to do it. No. But nobody does. It, it nobody, seems that nobody does want that. Um, but uh, yeah, it is uh, really sparked my interest in, in that. Right. So, yeah. There you if go. you haven't been, I, I recommend it highly. I really do. If you're a Star Wars person, you haven't been, I, I highly recommend it. Is, is uh, Chopper the only mention of the Rebels crew? I mean, I mean Hondo's Hondo, not Rebels, so. but yeah, I mean, like, Hondo, I think that's really about it. Um, but I think that's on purpose, though, because, again, they're doing canon stuff here. They're trying to be canon. Yeah. They're not just doing, like, a land. They're trying to, as again, they've begun adding things that are not canon. I mean, so trying definitely going to show up pretty soon, I imagine. I, 100%. They're going to have a yeah. soak in that park when the show comes yeah. on. I mean, and yeah. uh, uh, what's her face? I can't think of her name all of a sudden. Sabine? Sabine. Yeah, no, that, that stuff's going to start happening. And that's one of the things that Disney fans have been calling for is more characters yeah. in, in that section. Yeah. Because there just aren't that many characters. True. Um, and it's, like, really, like, hit or miss on seeing them. Yeah. Um. So uh, they're going to definitely up that, I think. And it's going to break some of the spell, I think. But it's, I think that'll be fine. But like, like, are there like, can you buy a stuffed Lothal cat? Like that yeah, of course. Of There's a million of them. There's a lot of, there's a lot of Loth cat shit for yeah. sale. Yeah, you could buy a stuffed uh, a Sokotano. There's like carved Loth cats. There's all kinds of stuff. Okay. Um, there's like a lot of different neat, weird merch. Are the... 
to the three Jedi gods represented? No, they're not. But there is like High Republic Jedi shit scattered around. Okay. Um, I took a photo in front of a very cool old Jedi s- s- statue yeah. that they had. Um, that was pretty neat. Okay. And no Bendu? No Bendu. But apparently if you buy a holocron um, and the holocron is like a puzzle box and you can get different voice messages out of it. And one of them is the, is the Bendu. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah. That's very cool. And there's like 50 voice messages. What pleasures you will, or whatever they say in Hellraiser. Exactly. Uh, But yeah, you can, you can, you can buy holocrons and and play with them and get different voice messages. out. That's cool. Yeah. Do they have like the evil Sith holocrons? Or they sure ones? do. Okay. Isn't that why I sent you a picture of the Sith holocrons? I thought it was the Jedi one because it was the triangle, isn't it? The that's Jedi the Sith one? one. Oh, that's the Sith one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there so. you go. All right. That's it for this uh, special episode. It was a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. Uh, we'll be back again after the holidays. Thanks for listening. Happy Merry. <laughs>